Hello and welcome to Podcast Eater, the Culture Eater podcast. My name is Ezekiel, I'm the editor and co-runner of Culture Eater, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, flowing freely, forever forward, Brendan. Hello, Brendan. Hey, how's how you doing? Yeah, I'm not bad in yourself. Uh, well, I'm kind of a bit annoyed that you butchered that alliteration, but that's okay, I think we can get past that. It was awkward, but it was poetic. At least, poetic. at least that's what I have to tell myself, to feel good. Whatever helps you get to sleep at night. Anyway, look, anyway. <laughs> it, it, it fits because you're a very poetic man, and we're talking about a very poetic piece of media. So, mm. what with the uh, release recently of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, known as Final Fantasy VII Remake, at least I think that's what, whatever. That, that's what it's um, called, yeah. We decided to discuss the most important, the most key bit of Final Fantasy VII thing. Part uh, of the story, of course. For, for the whole universe. Advent Children Complete, a Final Fantasy VII adventure. Now, there's going to be spoilers. Spoilers ahead, so yep, be prepared. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and the other thing as well is just to give you guys a heads up, we we tried to one-shot this and it didn't work. Like, we, we planned it, we tried to one-shot it. So this is the longest I've worked with a special guest. So we've gotten to know each other a little bit this time. And a it's little, nice. A little bit more than um, than previous guests I've heard. Yeah, because so. normally they're in and out. I, I There's a couple that we've... we've Worked with a, like a couple of a couple of them I've heard you just have a good report with, but they never return. Yeah, never return so. because I, I like to keep it spicy. Yeah, of course you like to keep on changing things up. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of good things, but anyway, I believe we should get on I, with I the, uh, the discussion. I haven't heard a lot of good things at all. Oh, <laughs> okay. well, hopefully I live up to the, I live up more to the expectation. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get D- started. Different Brendan, different episode. It, yeah. It'll be good. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. okay, so um. Yeah, we've worked on this one a bit, uh, and we actually have a piece of paper with stuff written down, not not to tell us what to talk about, just so we know what to talk about. Because so we, we know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah because it's just when we tried to do the original episode, it was just very tough to talk about. Yeah, well, we as I said, we tried to one shot to see if we could, and we couldn't. Mm. It wasn't a bucket dip, but anyway, uh, we've got this bit of paper here. And I still don't know what to say. I, I like. I can see. The, okay, we know we what the plot what is. We know what the art style is. We know what the music's like. But I nothing. This is just. This isn't a good start. No, this is not a good start at all. All right, but anyway, let's. Uh, You're doing a disservice to the other Brendans that have been here before. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I guess. Look, I'll, I'll start with reading what we've written for the plot. Of course. Two YR after, Cloud is courier on a cod bike. Cool bike. Oh, sorry. I told you my writing was. Abysmal. He's on a cod bike. Uh, <laughs> Geostigma minus virus. New threat line. Kadaj Lozen Yazoo. So-called remnants of Sephiroth. I skip that one because that one's not really relevant. Drickery afoot. Rufus not dead. Has Hostenios head? Wow, is my writing that terrible? <laughs> <laughs> Well, well. Anyway, just to sort of it can right. recondense that, recondense that into something you guys can understand. We'll, we'll um, bring up the host in your head later. <laughs> so, two years after the original events of Final Fantasy VII, um, everyone's moved away from Midgar. Um, everybody's moved to um, Edge, basically. Cloud's off doing his own thing. He's sta- he spends most of his time away from um, everyone else. Um, he's a de- he's a courier. He he does ride around on a very cool bike. Um, and a new threat's come along and in the form of Geostigma. It's a virus that infects a lot of... That's infected a lot of people. Um, and there's three new antagonists, uh, Kadaj, Loz, and Yazoo. 
we don't really care about the names of them too much, except for Kadaj, because he's the main leader of the three of them. Um, and they're the remnants of Sephiroth. We don't know exactly where they've come from, why they're there. It's not really discussed. Um, and obviously, it all circles around the fact that Genova's head is still abound. No, and it's, Rufus it's has it. Hostonios's head. Hostonios's. That is exactly yeah. right. But um, that's pretty much the the, t- the entire crux of the film. It's basically Kadaj um, trying to get um, Genova's head to become complete, as yeah. it were, to, to re-complete Sephiroth. Do, do you think that the new city is called Edge because Square was trying to be edgy? Do, do you well, think it's meant to be this, symbolic of regard- the overall film? <laughs> well, I guess in this regard, it's it's more so to do with um, I, I as much as I really want to talk about this, it's the sim- similar thing we both said before. It's just like nothing really much we can say. No, there really isn't. There really isn't. So let's talk about the art. Let's talk about the art. <laughs> let's talk about the art. Uh, so no, we won't do that again because no, 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 no. I, I think I can understand what you're writing here. Okay. Um, so it's semi-realistic. Which is true. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it uses a lot of washed out colours, like a lot of desaturation. Looks kind of bleak. Yeah. yeah. Um, the animo feels off, but it's also very fluid. Well, for the most part, I mean, for, for the complete Wait, as well. Is, is that an Anim dot. Oh. Anim dot. That was Adam a big dot. dot. Okay. Um, so basically, yeah, for, from what I could tell, um, there are big differences between um, the original release and complete. Mm. Um, one thing that I found that was really telling was some of the scenes in complete actually were a lot more vibrant compared to the original counterpart. Yeah. Well, well something actually that I've, I've kind of now I'm thinking about the original versus complete is that with mm. the original, um, it moves at a faster pace. It, it feels, it, it's definitely less clunky, but it's missing a lot. Whereas complete has stuff that should have been there in the first place, but it feels like it drags more. Yeah. It, it like it, it, it does, a lot to extend the story a little bit, especially during parts such as um, Cloud meeting up with the Turks and um, and Rufus again, um, for the most part. Oh, that, that Turks scene is a bit longer, isn't it? It is a little longer, yeah. yeah. It adds in a little bit. But I feel like it's kind of um, too fluffy in certain places. Hmm. Um, it dra- like, I can totally agree. It drags on a little bit longer than you expect. There's like an extra thirty, an extra thirty minutes worth of content throughout the entire film, yep. and some things were changed to make them, I don't know, look cooler. I suppose I think that was what what they were intending. Yeah. Um. But for the most part, like most of the additions that they brought in were kind of superfluous. Yep. You really think about it. Well, okay. So like with, with the art style, it it even with the CG animation progressing so much from more from then the like it still looks good as a film when it comes to detail and. Well, it's kind of funny. And I mean, quality. it does, it suits the world of because um, they did use the same three um, D uh, assets for I mean some of the cutscenes in Dirge of Cerberus, no, but there's a complete difference between say Spirits Within and um, Advent Children. Yeah, well, the, the technology was different. I mean, it really started taking off uh, before um, Spirits Within. True, but yeah, yeah no, no, like it, it's still a good looking film. I mean, it does look bleak and it does have that kind of desaturation going on which is just really i guess it's, it's kind of unpleasant i think i think that's kind of the point of the film like mm. it's a there's a lot of unpleasant stuff going on like with yeah. people getting sick and you know cloud facing off against these three people. yeah but, but it, it just it doesn't, doesn't feel it doesn't mean you have to pull the color out of everything though to, that's to achieve that you know like yeah, it could yeah. possibly be more impactful if it was a colorful thing and you got all this serious stuff happening mm-hmm. um 
but yeah, no, like the art style's fine. Whatever. It it's uh, it was yeah. it, it's uh, surprisingly it's aged well from when it was made. When, yeah. when was complete release? Um, I re- I really should have looked that up actually because Advent Children came out in two thousand and six in for English about speaking that audiences. yeah two thousand and six I believe. Um, so I'd probably say complete was released a couple of years after. Yeah. Um. It's like three, four years because it it came out for Blu-ray initially, didn't it? And DVD, of course. Yeah, it was actually <laughs> fun little tidbit. Actually, um, Advent Children was the very first Blu-ray I ever bought. Okay. So that was pretty cool. Um, oh. The initial release was fourth, fourteenth uh, of September two thousand five, but um, two thousand and nine was when that was when um complete was released. Okay, all right. So, but yeah, that's like another four years. To add in 30 seconds of extra content, that's kind of... Uh, 30 minutes? Well, about 30 minutes, I believe. Yeah, but it also looks a bit more polished as well. I'm pretty sure they touched up a, a lot of the... They touched up a lot of the um, the original models uh, and models as well, yeah. yeah. But anyway. But if you notice as well, this is something big that I noticed throughout the film as well. Um, most of the original footage does seem a lot more washed out compared to um, some of the newer stuff that they put in. Some Most of the newer stuff that they actually did for the for complete... Um, is a lot more vibrant, is a lot more colourful, so it's very out of place, in my opinion. Comparatively, of course. Well, yeah, of course, comparatively. Because it's still pretty washed out. But... Yeah, for the most part, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I just don't know if if it was worth it right. for another four years worth of wait. But anyway, right. well, anyway let's, so let's, let's talk let's, about the music. No, let's actually go back to plot for a moment. Oh, okay. Because we, we just went, here's a plot. Yeah. <laughs> the, the plot, it feels like fan fiction. Um, yeah, it does. It, it really feels like just uh, like a fan service. Yeah. For the most part, everyone's very hyper, hyper. Well, everyone's had, everyone's character traits is very, um, out there. Well, well, they've had a lot of that. So, like most initial pieces of media, with the mm. original thing, usually you'll get dynamic. Like characters be a bit more dynamic, especially when it comes to certain RPGs. Mm. Um, you know, sometimes it's the second thing that fleshes them out. Uh, but I, Final Fantasy VII, it did. Like it did it, a very good. It, 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 like the original game did a very good story. Um, uh, did a very good job with character development. But the the, the well, thing with um Advent Children is that it kind of expects you to know the characters before you go into it. Well, it and if you're going into it blindly, it kind of feels like everyone's hyper realistic. Well, not no, no, not hyper realistic, but no, like um, it's it, they expect you to know all the characters. But it's more that they take some traits away, mm. and the characters are less dynamic. They have a lot less depth. They're very much like one particular characteristic for most of the thing mm-hmm. you know cloud even though he's already done it has to undergo the the hero's journey so to speak again again which um, is but, kind of annoying to watch to be honest <laughs> what, what, so when it when it comes to plot and how the characters handled it's it feels like square went um square didn't understand the characters themselves uh, at that point because they just took assumed traits that the characters had and then exaggerated them pretty that, much that's that's the best way of putting it, it. it like it's as it's as you said it just feels like one one big piece of fan fiction yeah essentially and um, just another reason to bring Sephiroth back in in a cool way for them yeah. to have a some 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 sort of cool fight yeah well like cloud is this moody broody quiet like wants to stay away from people type guy. Now, in the original, he was a slight bit of a jerk. He was kind of, like, cold towards people. 
but he also he also did have a, a warmth. He he was a bit goofy and whatnot. Mm. In this mm. in this he's he's going through some stuff, but he's just it's like clearly just this is what people this is what we think Cloud is like, not who is Cloud. Like yeah. Tifa is kind of demure and 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 kind of quiet and like also really weirdly motherly. A little well. bit weirdly motherly, yeah. Um, I, I think they've probably, if anything, um, around that similar time, around that sort of time frame, was when um, I think Dissidia came out as well. No, Dissidia was later. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Yeah. Um, and so was the second Dissidia. Hmm. But like, but you, anyway. you, you look at Vincent. Vincent is suddenly this um, this badass. Well, it's it's not so much that he's badass, but he's like deep philosophical. No, not philosophical, but like heavily weighted words and. Harbinger of Doom and the stuff. Calamity Genova and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, and you're just like, this is not exactly the, the Vincent I remember from Seven. Yeah. If anything, it was a little bit more looser with his words. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's stuff like that. Like, it's just really bad characterization. Um, the, the plot, yeah. It, it, the, it, you know what? I'll say the plot is interesting. It is, but it, this may be. It's sh- poorly executed, in my opinion. Like it's very poorly executed. It, the, some 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 of the story elements just don't flow well together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, some of the story story moments feel very disconnected. Yeah. for the most part. Um, I mean, as a general action film, it's not bad. If you go in there just for the fights, it's really enjoyable to watch. Yeah, but the, if you're um, trying to follow anything in in terms of a story, it's there's just no there's no substance there. There's nothing. There's nothing worth. There's there's nothing worth to bite on bite yeah, into pretty much um you know the whole the whole search for you know hostenius's head is <laughs> like it, it's great you know that's actually pretty interesting if they made it maybe like a thriller which i guess wouldn't really work it wouldn't really work well no i would have thought it would have worked for final fantasy 7 like in the world of final fantasy 7 it would work a little bit more as a as a as a short maybe probably well, it, yeah, we'll, we'll see the whole search for the head. That the whole idea around that would actually, I think, work really well for a thriller. Um, yeah, maybe not yeah. this setting because that that's a good idea. There, but... there are moments within the film where it does sort of traipse into that thriller territory, especially with the um with the the scene between um Rufus and Kadaj having a, a chat with one another. Yeah, it, you can feel the tension there. There's a, there's a sense of um impending doom, which is really nice. But it's then overshadowed by a massive fight scene with a new type of Bahamut that would count about five different Bahamut in one in one series. It doesn't matter, whatever. But anyway, it's yeah, from that, that point matter. on, it just goes from oh, here's a nice little thriller bit, and then action all the way till the end. Yeah, yeah, and it's just big dumb action. Look, it doesn't matter if it's a fifth part. Yeah, Who cares? yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> that I know it does doesn't not, matter. It does not. Yeah, all right, matter. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't but matter. it does, like, I even have to admit, the new Bahamut looks cool. Bahamut yeah. Sin looks a little bit more like... A Final Fantasy X monster, kind of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, which looked really cool. But either way, I mean, yeah, if you want big dumb action, I mean, it's got a lot of that. Yeah. Right, but anyway, music. Anyway, music, so yes. Let's talk about the music. So for the most part, most of the, most of the um, OST is actually just mostly remixes. No, no, reinterpretation. Reinterpretation. Because it's not quite yeah. remixes. True, true. Um, it, it, there's some new music, whatever. Some of it's interesting, some of it's not. Most of it just fits. It, it, no, it's, it's not even... It doesn't fit or not fit. It's just kind of like background filler. Yeah. I find a lot of it... Like, the, you know, the, the one-wind angel metal theme is interesting, but it's just kind of background filler. 
The, if no. anything, it just hypes up the the final battle scene, in my opinion. That I still yeah, like. I still like listening to it once in a while. Yeah, but yeah, Actually, if anything, it's it's basically just a big a big culmination of the of the fan service that you're getting. Um, actually, no, you, no, I think you're right before. Some of it is fitting. Some mm. of it does work, but just most of it feels like background stuff. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. you know, in certain fight scenes, it's synced up pretty well. Um, but, you know, whatever. Uh, dialogue? There's dialogue. That, well, All right, so you're... you're <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, the um, dialogue sort of fits for the most part. You can kind of tell that um, most of the English dub was very rushed. I... Um, or poorly translated, I'd say. Yeah, I, I don't think it was rushed. I think I don't think it was necessarily poorly translated either. Um, some of it does feel a bit awkward. Mm. Now, mm. You, I was speaking to you about this before, and you said something about like having seen it in Japanese before. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just I I I've only seen it in Japanese a couple of times myself, but comparing it to what I remember, plus comparing it to the English dub. Mm. Um, Especially the the one scene where Cloud meets up with Rufus and the Turks, it's it, the 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 characters talk over each other a lot during that scene, and it just doesn't feel like a, a fluid conversation in the Japanese. In, or the... Well, in English, okay, for the most part. So, and but it's in... just yeah. But, but I don't really remember too much of the Japanese um, because I've only seen it a couple of times. Well, what do you so, remember? Um, I'm I'm trying to prod you. I guess I guess the um the pronounce uh, the pronunciations a little bit. No, not so much pronunciation. The um, enunciation yeah. of certain phrases um, hit harder, I suppose. Um, or sound cooler. I'm trying to really remember here because I've only seen it a couple of times. But does it does it flow better? A little bit. Okay. A little bit, yeah, compared to the English dub. But obviously, the the it just feels the the English dub just feels like they brought the cast back from. Um, from either Do- no, Dozer of Cerberus was after. Most of it was, it was after. Yeah. So, I'm, um, I'm think that look, I could be wrong, but I've written and 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 the worst thing as well, Red Thirteen only gets one one or two lines throughout the entire yeah. film. Look, I'm so. I'm pretty sure that originally, um, when the whole compilation started, this was the first thing we got. I think it. Yeah, I think it was actually. I think it was yeah. the first thing we got out of it, and then we got. Uh, either Dirge of Cerberus or um, Crisis Core. Yeah. So, but it was it was just a plan to sort of extend the 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 lore of the Seven Universe, which for the most part did it really need it? Probably not. Yeah. Wait. So we're getting off topic. Yeah, we're getting off topic with that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So the the dialogue is kind of some of it actually works well. Some of it does in mm. English. Some of it does feel really clunky. That's what I found. Like some lines, the just dilly kind dally, of feel shilly, like, shilly, shilly, shilly. No, um, <laughs> you hate that line. I do. You? I do. Why do you hate that line? Do you feel like it's just out of place? Look, I'm holding something right now. I don't want to throw it. So let's move away from that line. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so no, it's some. There's some awkward pausing in it as well, uh, which. Yeah, I'm, maybe they didn't have enough time to translate. Maybe you're right. Mm, mm. It, I know. I feel that some of the lines could have been... Obviously, I haven't seen it in Japanese. Yeah. And I probably should one day, but never will. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> so, seeing it in English kind of soured it for you. I'm I've guessing. seen it enough times to know I don't want to watch it ever again. True. True. Um, I, I feel like... I know. Sometimes things shouldn't... Maybe It probably wasn't a literal translation. I mm. don't think it was. Yeah. But it's quite possible that... um. 
they might have tried to err a little too close to what was originally said and instead of say translating in a way that keeps the spirit and the intent whilst moving away yeah. at the same time yeah um which you know that can go a long way and that and maybe if they like it, it, some of the dialogue had been reworked well, in that sense in the, it would have flowed better yeah well in complete there are some there are some lines where it has been reworked say mm. for some of Denzel's lines um in some scenes as well they've been reworked and been that sort of thing as well but yeah it's for the, for the most part it's just yeah one big long fan service i don't want to really want to say the word but it's very fan servicey it's very you know yeah I, 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 <laughs> look, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with fan service if it's done right um uh, but the, the biggest problem i have with this is it just doesn't it feels off the whole thing look it's fine it's fun i guess it's dumb fun okay like the the battles are dumb fun it it's it satisfies a certain a lust for more fight between more fighting between cloud and sephiroth like everybody loves that sort of sort of stuff yeah so if you if you're just coming into it looking for that it's fine but you're not going to get much in terms of story here if anything it's just Look, you just skip to the 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 <laughs> cloud and Sephiroth fight scenes, and you pretty much got everything. Look, I, I can understand why people would like this. I I can't. I don't want to take away from yeah. that. Yeah, well, you like it more than I do. A little um, bit more, yeah. To be honest, but uh, <laughs> the thing that I find is it, it just yeah, like I said, it feels superfluous. Mm. Um, it's and it feels like off the whole thing. I, characters will change over time. There's no denying that people change over time to some extent. You know. But I feel like I'm watching one-dimensional characters mm, in, that mm. were originally had a lot more depth, and it just feels like a step back. It, like it doesn't feel loose or sloppy, but it feels underdeveloped. I know I don't think I don't think Square were really thinking about. They weren't going. What they were going was. Either A, how could they, how can we enhance the universe or, you know, or how can we attract more fans, whatever. Maybe they were thinking about celebrating. I really don't know. And I don't want to be cynical towards them because, look, every company. Yeah, I think they, you know, I think they, had, they must have had good intentions when it came out. But unfortunately, it does does come off as, as something as a little rushed. It feels cynical. That That's yeah. the way. Like the story has already been told in a slightly different way in the game. It's a repeat of that in a condensed form. And very, very different, very off. Like, it's good that it's uh, that the area use is very focused and centralized. Mm. That's great because it means it doesn't feel like it's a globetrotting thing, which doesn't always suit film, of course. It's better suited to games than it is film. Yeah, yeah. And books and other... Whatever. Other media and stuff like that. But but just overall, it feels cynical. And I don't think it was designed cynically, but that's just how it feels. You know, it, it just really... With the making of that mini documentary thing that came with the original release, right? Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. A, a part where I can't remember who's saying it, um, but they're saying, you know, like you get to see Cloud smile in the end and that's really cool because no one's seen that before. Something like that. But in the original game, like this, this highlights what is wrong with the film. Mm. In the original game, even though you can't see it with the, the faces, like the, the character with the, models. With the character models because, yeah. You, you, Cloud is implied to smile at like at least once at least more than once throughout the throughout the well i'd yeah. say throughout the end of the game no no mostly, even but... right near the start oh yeah yeah it isn't quite mm. he actually oh, laughs okay. yeah you know? 
Um, and this, I think, this is why they shouldn't have made it because they don't. It just feels like they didn't even understand the original source material, even though a lot of them had worked on it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the, it, the even though, even though most of the original staff worked worked on it, it still feels like a, a fan film. Fan a fan fiction. No, that's some pretty good fan films. It feels yeah. like bad fan fiction. Yeah, it feels like bad fan fiction. Um, yeah. but uh, but yeah. Anyway, I probably would just recommend it if you're looking for some dumb fights and you need that little bit of extra Cloud versus Sephiroth action. But if you come here looking for a decent story, you're not going to find it. Um, I I would say yeah, probably stay away from it a little bit. Unless if you haven't seen it before, yeah, it's fine. I am, um, but um, but yeah, I I still enjoy it to a point. Um, I just tune out through throughout most of the film and just wait until the fight scenes. Now, yeah. essentially. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, I um I wouldn't recommend it just despite you. Um, <laughs> only despite me. Yeah, only despite. No, I just wouldn't recommend it because it's look at it exists, so it's now part of the canon. Unfortunately, you can't get around that. Is it still but part of the canon though? That's the that's of the, the compilation because the compilation ah, yeah, is separate compil- from the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's the whole reason for that. I'm, I don't feel like getting into that. <laughs> um, so we're not going to. Yeah, I just wouldn't. But even if it exists and it's part of the canon, like you just read a, a plot synopsis and you're done. You, you'll probably get the same amount and it'll be a lot faster. Yeah, I, I, as much as I do enjoy the film, um, I totally agree with that sentiment. Okay. Um, it's not. It's only worth watching if you haven't seen it before, if you want, or if you want to re-experience it. No, I, I, but I, for the most part, you'll just end up tuning out and wait for the just waiting for the fight scenes. No, but that's, that's what I'm, much that's it. what I'm saying. It's not worth watching at all. Eh. <laughs> yeah, well, I I would say yeah, it's kind of worth watching. But anyway, yeah. um, either way, this is something you could just not worry about, yeah. in my opinion. No, either way. Um, so yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah, so well, that, that's a that's our conversation on the search for Hestenios's head. Um, <laughs> I guess that's pretty much it. This is yeah, where that's we wrap up. pretty much it. Oh yeah, also Rufus somehow survived being lasered to death in a building that if you, exploded. If you haven't sort of but figured anyway, that out yet, um, <laughs> thank so, you for being on the episode, Brendan. Yeah, thanks for having me. And um, I, um, I can't believe we got through that. Oh, I know, right? Jesus. <laughs> Don't get us. Uh, don't get me wrong. It's, like it's, it was kind of hard to rewatch. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It's just how much the, the first, the first take, first take didn't work. Didn't work. Second and then take didn't we, work. We planned and it out. It took us ten minutes to get to this. Part. And this will be this. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. agreeing that this is going to be the episode. So we yeah. tried to do what we could. Um, it's yeah. not aged well. Let's be honest. It the, hasn't the aged film? well. It's yeah. I, I, look, it looks it looks good, but it hasn't aged well. Yeah. Um. No, we've done that. But yeah, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm actually, I'm legitimately surprised that after 10 minutes of false starts, we finally got into the episode <laughs> and we got here. And but I anyway. shouldn't be saying this because this is after this is after conversation. Anyway. But anyway. anyway. Thank you for being here, Brendan. Right. Thank you very um, much for having me. I hope that your future endeavours do well or whatever. Whatever. Um, you can find me on Twitch, on the Beersy. Um, I stream Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. I'm also on Twitter. Um, and I also co-write for, well, I also write some, um, I don't co-write. I also write some, um, occasional pieces for Culture Radio as well. Yep. Uh, is there anything you want to spruik? That is all I want to spruik. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thank you everyone for Patreoning. Thank you to our readers as well. Um, if you guys have any feedback, please let us know, uh, because we're always trying to work on improving stuff and obviously we can be blind to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Of course. Uh, big thank you to Sixo because... Well, six are just awesome. 
Yeah. That, you, that, that's you, make, it. you make this so much fun to work on. Yeah. And without you, this wouldn't be anything. Uh, look, yeah. I'm 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 glad that I get to co-run with Culture of Sixo because Sixo is just awesome. She mm. is the bee's knees. She is. All right. If bees had knees, maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know. Where will this go? Whatever. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. Have a great one. Bye.